like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe? Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Welcome to our show. Welcome to our show. Okay, well, welcome to our show. Welcome to our show. Um... Guys, I was just in Italy, in Venice, and met some, like, you know, we were, I I had a film premiere and there were, like, people kind of with pictures and stuff with, like, doing autograph signing and stuff. And um, a lot of these folks out in Italy said they're listening to Welcome to Our Show. (gasps) So I thought that was so cool. Very nice. Hi to our Italian fans. Thanks for coming out and saying hello to me. That was really amazing. Nice. nice. It's all those so nice. same uh, Italian fans. Please uh, uh, shoot me a DM and 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 uh, shoot me something cool from the the Italy. Shoot I do something. like it. I feel like didn't you see? I feel like so many people sent the videos of our show being dubbed into Italian, and all of us <laughs> doing the show in Italian. And oh, yeah. I love that so much. I love an Italian. I haven't CC. heard it in Italian. What does my voice sound like? I noticed that like. <laughs> Like in for the longest time, whenever I'd go to a, a different country, I, I think before New Girl was like, you know, where I do movies and it's like more of like one offs. And I'd <laughs> hear the person dubbing my voice and their voice would be like an octave higher. I was about to say <laughs> your like, voice is very high. I know my voice. Is, but in real guys, life, it's no, not. <laughs> no, my vo- voice is extremely low. So that's why I'm like, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if they decided like my my look, the look of my face and my, <laughs> that I, that I would have been better suited with like a very high, like Minnie Mouse kind of voice. But. I think that's, I think that's true with everyone on the show. When they dub it over in Italian, it's, it's a higher, it's higher pitch. Or no, low. I Minnie. feel like Jake's, Jake's voice is very low. low, low, low. I thought mine was pretty high. I think I, I remember hearing it. Well, Johnson, Jonathan in every country, they dub him. <laughs> <laughs> really low. Look, no, 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 no. Well, he, yeah, he got. A, he was like a husky guy, like a, a I lumberjack mean, yeah. type. <laughs> That's yeah. what they think goes with his physicality, I guess. Right. <laughs> 
Well, shout out to all the Italian fans yeah. out yes. there. Yes, thank, thank you guys thank you. for coming out. We're, you love and, our and show. For listening. So you can happy. also uh, buy some merch for the show. Rep it. Rep it on the streets of uh, Italy. Yeah. You know, yep. rep, rep yep. our we podcast. Got some, we got some good merch, guys. I know we say it every week, but it's it's really good. It's like some of my favorite merch ever that that I I've, know, me too. You know, ever been involved with. So. And everything is Italian cut, too. So yeah. it's got very the good flattering. Italian cut. It's right. very flattering. Very Italian designers. So um, make sure you go out and get it. We have to dive in because this is tomatoes. A- Welcome back, new girl fans. The episode is 122. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Hmm. I love this episode. Because I only worked two days on this episode. It was great. Nick's heart is broken, but don't worry. He found the cure. And it's tomatoes. But it's hard to mend a broken heart when Winston is there shoving his beautiful love with Shelby in his face. Meanwhile, Jess is on her way to a broken heart when she discovers the chaotic passion Uli and Russell shared is something she longs for. But Russell's been there and done that. He don't like it when lovers throw coasters at his head or or hum the same song for eight hours. He finds it annoying and stupid. He wants peace. That's what he wants. So Jess decides to call things off. However, she briefly discovers that same passion with Nick. It's too bad he took Winston's advice and got back together with his ex. Mm -mm -mm. Now, Cece, she struggles to admit she has feelings for Schmidt and tries to end things. So Schmidt retaliates and takes her roommate Nadia out on a date. In addition to having nothing in common, Nadia's right angled vagina breaks Schmidt's penis. That's right is a broken penis. Schmidt's penis is broken. It's broken. Don't work anymore. It's shaped like the letter L. Cece is forced to admit her feelings when she rushes to the hospital to check on him. Schmidt's happy to see her, but his penis can't handle it. The arousal causes pain. Now back to our show. Just the cold open is one of my favorite cold opens. Really? That's I so think interesting. It's so, except for I will say this. Well, it's just so funny. Jake's speech is so funny to me. That idea of like I'm leaving, I'm leaving the world of love to grow tomatoes is such a funny little idea. Except for when I watched the cold open, it reminded me of when we recapped the second episode, and I remembered being scared, tripping down Spencer's stairs, and like going to twist my ankle in the heels, and I got mm-hmm. that physical like memory back in my brain. Um, in this episode, in that cold open, they have me in these, I don't know, six, seven inch heels. Mm-hmm. And I went to walk away while they were doing another camera setup. And I did. I twisted my foot, which twisted what? a nerve under the bottom of my foot, which still to this day is like, um, like that's an why you issue have the limp. I have. Oh. That's why I wear, that's, I just wear sneakers. That's I can't why you wear heels. limp all the time. Yeah. That's why I have a little limp is from hunchback? this cold open. No, leave my back <laughs> well, alone. Well, do you remember okay? that whenever we had to exit that set, we'd have to like go Duck. in that weird yes. stairwell and then just wait because we were on the roof of a building that was like, like not at all related to where right. we actually were shot. Um, and For the it, folks out it, there... It, yeah, it's it's that we shot downtown. We sh- uh, uh, in MacArthur it, Park, right? MacArthur yeah, Park, the rooftop. Right? MacArthur Park. That rooftop was in MacArthur so, so Park. So if you've ever seen the show, the rooftop. Whenever we, you, whenever you see us on a it's rooftop, like Koreatown. Yeah, it's filmed at a place called Park uh, Plaza, and mm-hmm. here yes. is the address for the folks that want to go and take photos and tag us in. It's it. also Six. where they filmed um, Drive. 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 They yeah. filmed a lot of stuff there. We filmed a lot of like interiors there too, just like. Um, the Bollywood like, dance, right? Bollywood, Big. a lot of yeah, like all a lot of the wed. Every time there was like a wedding in New Girl, <laughs> it was either that place or it was the place, the the hotel next to Fox. So yeah. there were like two yeah. places where we would film like event type scenes, and those were the two places. The place um, this massive. cold, cold it's rooftop. There so, was a time I don't know if it was this rooftop scene. Because there's one building across the street that's just as tall. Do you remember this? And there was like paparazzi staked out. No, no, this was the day. So guys, was that, that I was the day? say this. Yeah, I was yeah. going to add to this because you said you were nervous because of your heels. I was nervous because we knew there were paparazzi. Somebody spotted them. There were like a number of them. And they were taking pictures. And one of them had like a very unflattering lens 
uh, on their camera. And when the pictures came out, I mean, I looked really bad. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, that outfit was so unflattering. And then I was like all like embarrassed about it. And then when I saw the episode, I was like, I looked fine. Gorgeous. It was like their damn lenses. <laughs> they were so unflattering. It made me look like it was like a funhouse mirror. That's right, though, because I remember because subsequently, because we shot there for many years afterwards, mm-hmm. but we knew that they would sometimes hide in that other yep. building. We would yeah. kind of um, try to protect ourselves because they just yeah. had, they would take ugly pictures. <laughs> yeah, because whereas it would have been like most pleasant to sit up like out in the sun, like yeah. on the roof, like. You know, in the in the with the fresh air, we ended up like going in the like dusty. Yeah, we <laughs> ended up like hiding. Really, it's a building they film stuff in, but it's not like a functioning building. There's like a lot of like abandoned, empty it's rooms an abandoned that are hotel. Just dusty. Yeah, it's an abandoned hotel. So like, where we would go to like get away from the paparazzi would be like just a dusty room. I'm also like allergic to dust. So, <laughs> um, so Lamorne, hit him with the address so you can go into the location if you want to mm-hmm. go check it out. Oh, thank you. Yes, for the folks out there who want to go and check it out, it's 607 South Parkview Street. That's in Los Angeles. A lot of fans, they post photos outside of our uh, the exterior of our loft. But this I'm going to mention there was a jewelry heist like a couple blocks from this place. So like maybe just I mean, be aware you know, of your surroundings. Daytime. Daytime visit. Daytime. daytime. You know what? It might daytime be fun visit. to go at night too. might be fun. You never know. Go on if you know karate. Yes. If you're in Los Angeles. <laughs> Don't wear your jewelry. <laughs> if you know karate, you can go to this yeah. location. No, I'm sure it's a very cool neighborhood. I just know there was a jewelry heist while we were there. So like in my mind. Isn't it also like, we shot Bells as well? Bells oh, is yeah. out there. In the park. 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 At the yeah, park that's... right across the street. It was a big new girl location. It's a famous park. Um, very famous park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Wait, you kind of looked at me, though, funny when I said that this is one of my favorite cold opens. Not one of your favorites, Zoe? It's a cool episode and lots of amazing things about it. There's just, like, a lot of very different things going on. Like, Nick's growing tomatoes. Like, <laughs> like there's so... The, I feel like all the stories are so... Un, feel so, like, disparate. And I think there were things in this episode that I found difficult. They were challenging for me. And then watching it back, I was like, yeah, like in my own critical mind, I was like, I didn't, that thing I was trying to make work, I'm not sure I succeeded. (laughs) So, so I think like I have a little bit of a like critical mind toward myself in this episode, Mm. but I really like the episode and there's so many amazing things about it. I like Rebecca is beyond Mm -hmm. amazing in this episode. Oh Um, my gosh. The like. Tomato stuff is great. I mean, Jake is great. You guys are great. What didn't you like? Name names. (laughs) I didn't like me. Are you talking about where you had to like squat and be buggy eyed and beat up? Well, that 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 was so funny to me. Oh, thank you. That one was like that one was hard to make work, but I felt like better about that. It was like the tap dancing in the restaurant. I remember being like, I don't know how to make this work. And then. And then watching it, I was like, yep, didn't do that. <laughs> but, you I know, the thing that. about making a, well, thank you. Listen, you know, we all have different experiences <laughs> of things. Sure, I think, sure. You know, as an actor, like, and especially like on a TV show, you only have like so much time to shoot something. And you're like, you just like better hope you can make it work in the time that you have to do it. And I just remember that being just, there were things that I was like, it's hard, you know, it's just, Sometimes there's a, you know, you have special challenges. And so that one, this was a challenging episode. I love Jean Triplehorn, guys. Did you guys, mm. did you guys get to meet her? I no. Maybe at the table read or maybe Oh, at yeah, some table point. read. She yeah, but not is so nice. She's so nice. And she is such a good actress. And she's also so gorgeous. Oh, my God. Like, just <laughs> stunningly well, you beautiful. Would know. You would know. You saw her naked in the shower. standing right up. <laughs> Yeah, close. <laughs> a right exer. Yeah, yeah, she is like amazingly gorgeous and so nice and so talented. So so nice to have her on the show as well. You know oh, what? Absolutely. You say this word on the in the episode, and I didn't realize that it. it and I it makes me uncomfortable when people say it now. <laughs> now I realize I have what to say it? it now that I say it. What? I, I, 
<laughs> you know, like some people like get have a reaction to where the word like moist. Moist. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't. That's fine. Moist is fine. I don't care. That's okay. Um, Good. So you can describe cakes accurately, which is great. <laughs> no problem. I could be on Bake Off in a heartbeat. I'd have zero issue. Um, I. It just makes me a little uncomfortable and giggle because I'm a little immature. Of when you talked about like her like Uli's nipples. I was like, no, I can't do it. Oh, they got nipples. me feel squirrely. <laughs> You're like, nipples? I saw her nipples or something. There was like a line in the episode and I was like, I don't like it. I gotta go. It oh, that's weird. so funny. I have like zero problem. <laughs> nipples, Hannah? I just don't We've know talked why about penises it made me on giggle. Show. You talked about the penis. You literally had a scene at the end where you were talking about a broken <laughs> penis. Yes. I could talk about a broken penis all day. No problem. Not nipples. You know what? Maybe it's just like the the word nipple. It's the word. It's the word. It just yeah. sounds funny to me. How about a triple nipple? No, I don't like it. It's Isn't like there a, a drink recall. like a slippery nipple? Oh, no, thank you. It's too. I can't. I think it's slippery I, navel. Right? Really? Is that right? I don't, I don't know. know now. Yeah, I think well, it's now I don't something know. like that. You just <laughs> fuzzy right navel, fuzzy navel. <laughs> yeah, fuzzy, fuzzy navel. navel. Well, it's not a fuzzy nipple. I don't you know. I don't like that drink, mix drinks, so I like. <laughs> I'm like mixing <laughs> metaphors. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's a, <laughs> it's a Midori nipple. <laughs> I will say, what the one thing I loved about this episode so much. See, I thought there were such good tie-ins, like the flashback of the tap dancing, and then you doing it exact same way in the restaurant I thought was wonderful and then like the fight that Uli and Russell have and mm-hmm. then when you and Jake have to do it near the end of I the episode I did like that and how it spirals yeah I totally agree I love that they I can't that have writing, you guys kiss and have science. it be so obvious so they make it, it turn into a butt dance I was like oh this is say- great I thought that like them having us shake our butts for that long was a totally like I was like, okay, this is this is new girl. Like, (laughs) like keep like other shows or like, you know, I think like the maybe it's not other shows, but like the the classic instinct would be to cut out right after say like, well, then why don't you look at my ass or look at my behind, whatever it was he said, and then cut out before, you know, like maybe watch him walk away or whatever this (laughs) our show had him turn around (laughs) shake his ass then i turn around (laughs) shake my tushy okay (laughs) and then they let it go on for like a full 60 seconds oh it never ended and then trying to get out of it was even funnier (laughs) just (laughs) trying to watch you guys in real life go like now we have to (laughs) Somehow, and then stop. stop looking at my ass was the was the button. And I was like, yeah. okay, that was like a super joke on super joke. So yeah. I was like, I appreciate this. I love this about this. Like, I love this about this show. And it's like what we had nothing to do with. And I very much appreciate like the you know editors, the the post production side, like Liz, you know, Jake, all the people that were like really heavily involved in the Jake. Sorry, Jake Casson, heavily involved in the edit. Um, making those decisions to linger on certain things mm. that yeah. like in a way that I felt was very confident and and like made it kind of a a special thing. But they also like would let us go for long periods of time and like riff on things that that allowed them, you know, like that allowed us to like have the all all that extra material. <laughs> well, it's if funny you, because so. you think about it, they shoot, right? Like. 30 to 40 hours worth of material and the show is just over 21 minutes. And so they overshoot. They have so much stuff they can use. And so a lot of stuff, like you're saying, does get chopped up, shortened. You end as fast as you can to get out of things. So for them to let that breathe for that long means so much stuff had to be taken out. But it was such the right move because you you just could sit in it. But it's very hard in a sitcom to sit in anything because you have so much story you have to get through and wrap up because it's only 21 minutes. So I appreciated that a lot, too. Yeah, Fox, they had to have four acts, which I think is different from other networks. I'm not like exactly sure like what what all. But I remember the writers were always saying it was a big challenge that because uh, it was uh, based around commercial breaks, like that your acts, your act breaks are your commercial break, you know, like are when your commercials come. So 
they had to have a certain number of commercial breaks there for a certain number of acts. And it's a lot to like cram in the mm. 22 minutes. There was so a lot to cram in define. in this for sure. Oh uh, yeah. A lot. This was like an epic episode. <laughs> a lot, a lot of different storylines. One of which is um, what exactly what you were talking about. Nick shaking his butt in defiance to you and you shaking your butt in defiance to him. Now that <laughs> was showing, uh, let's talk about that a little bit. That was showing uh, passion between you two, or the fire between you two that yeah. didn't exist with with Russell, right? Yes, yeah. Right. And I think the show does a great job. I know we talked about this before. There are all these little pieces that they drop leading to that big, you know, will they moment, you know, and this is and this is uh, one of them that I found to be, to be pretty cool. Uh, you can't, you don't have that negative energy or passion with Russell the way he has with Uli. And you have yeah. it with Nick, even in a moment where you probably didn't see it coming because Nick was sleeping with his ex. Right, like right, right. I know the setup <laughs> of the episode is so interesting because I felt like, and look, I know the show. So obviously I know the first kiss happens in Cooler, right? I know mm -hmm. that. But... I, I honestly was watching it last night and I was like, well, they're going to have to kiss. They have yeah. to break this tension. There has to be. And I had forgotten that Nick turns around and shows his ass. And so yeah, me too. I was like, wow, like they managed, like you're saying, to really build the stakes of the will they, mm -hmm. won't they? You know, a kiss is coming now at some point during this show. Oh, and yeah. I just thought this was one of the best setups to having that happen and then he goes and turns and goes back to his you know his ex to go up, to it. go be with her and she storms off because now she's figuring things out about russell but we just had this incredible moment for the season and the series and the characters and i mean i think this episode does so much groundwork for the show yeah. um in that space also with the cc Schmidt storyline mm -hmm. really yes. testing now the emotional foundation of that relationship I thought was like wow like they did all that work for the Nick Jess and the CC Schmidt stuff laid all of yeah. that right it was here definitely in a tomatoes. great relationship episode yeah. yeah 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 I was like so surprised that it all happened in this one can I just also say one more thing really quickly because yes. it's one of my favorite things is that scene with Nadia and Schmidt in the loft. I can't. It's too good. <laughs> you can tell. So if you look, if you rewatch that scene, look at Max's face. His oh, eyes are a different <laughs> color than the rest of his face because you can tell he is obviously broken, has been crying, laughing, and has wiped off any eye, you know, powder, makeup, whatever they put on us for TV. <laughs> and it's all gone and it's red from tears. Because and, and those were the usable cutaways they could use of him because he was laughing so much at Nadia saying yeah. these words. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's so I love funny to me. All the things she loves. So actually I remember this this episode had one of my favorite lines that I I remember just a line that I loved that I had to say um was <laughs> I'm like you're letting Nick go out with Nadia. She was kicked out of Russia, Cece. Russia. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh my God. Yes, I love it. But it so defines that that character is just it's so good. And this this um she just crushes it. Uh I mean But are we to believe made, made me laugh so hard. Are we to believe that Cece would forgive Schmidt that quick? You know what, you, this is the like common, that? here's the thing that's the commentary I would talk to Liz about, which is their relationship is so based in hookup culture, right? Mm -hmm. It's sort of like, yeah. it's no big deal to me, no big deal to you. That's what this is about. We're just like helping each other with our needs. It ain't that deep, right? And it gets tested. He calls her on her bluff, right? And then they realize something about each other. So they weren't in a relationship where they had set boundaries and said they were going to be exclusive. And this kind of pushed them in there because they both didn't like it. So it was an interesting way to get there, but it's not your traditional romance and it's not what you usually see. No. So I thought that was kind of cool because it is, I think, what a lot of people do go through, but which is they get scared emotionally. So then they back off. 
And then they see them with someone else and they go like, hold up, I may have caught some feelings. Let's try this again. But it'd be it'd be one thing if if the relationship, if, if it just happened and then, you know, he didn't want to be with Nadia and then, yeah, you know, hookup culture, blah, blah, blah. But now, now Schmidt's walking around with that with that BDE. <laughs> that broken dick energy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You know what? I think, you know, we should, we should, that should start circulating. You know, people use the BDE for a while to refer to something else. But guys, there's another BDE on the block. (laughs) So Schmidt has the broken dick energy and you, it's, it's almost like feeling sorry for him is what, is what makes you kind of come out of that, you know, that what do you call it, defiant state of yours? And then just say, you know, I actually do like you. But it's weird because he it's almost like in the earlier part of the episode, you say wear protection, you know, because well, you know, she's she covering. sees around. I know she's I covering. I think that's but. the covering. Like, it's just sort of like, I don't even care. I don't even care. And when she walks in the hospital and he starts walking her through all the different things they were doing with, like yeah. he was doing with Nadia, like, I love that they had Cece kind of be hurt and upset and I don't want to hear it and screw you. I'm out and done until it unpacks and they and they realize that this is we have to admit we have real feelings and I don't want to play these games anymore. And let's figure it out. And you've obviously paid the price for yeah. stepping out on me because you got your snapped. Snapped. Because her vagina was shaped like a. L. There's a right angle in there. There's Is that right what he angle. says? <laughs> yeah, there's a right angle in there. Oh my God. Been there. Am I right? And uh, when she- <laughs> I don't know. Are you? <laughs> when she's laughing, she's like, I dropped small men off at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> she's so And then good. she's like, he was mm-hmm. crying so much. <laughs> Oh, she's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> and I love the fact that it's LA and there's so many hospitals in LA. And you yeah. just you just knew you, you just, just knew found exactly it. which you hospital knew which one. To. The <laughs> worst said, one. Oh, I'm the sure <laughs> I'm sure she dropped him off at whatever hospital was. Also, worse. like her description Park. of what America <laughs> is is the funniest thing to me. Salad bar. Tosh oh, yeah. 2.0. Wilmer Valderrama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I that also cracked me up. I'm like, this is what you think um um America is about. One eight hundred slim. What yeah, very funny. What? Have you called that yet? No, I feel like we should I've call never it. called. I don't want to be charged. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's be right. You get a bill for nine thousand dollars. I don't want to be charged for, for slim slim advice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one eight hundred slim, is that like was that like the number you called to get like Nutrisystem or something. Maybe. I feel like that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, some diet Maybe. drink, like some some frozen meals or something. <laughs> um, there was another interesting part of this episode that um, there was a line that I I forgot Nick had said. Um, and I don't know why it made me go what. It's when he said it's we were talking about it was we were, we were on the roof talking about um. He, how he wanted Winston to, you know, stop bragging so much about his relationship with, with Shelby, you know, Winston's kind of throwing it, in his, throwing it in his face a little bit. And I, I don't know where he goes. I used to be your Shelby. I thought, <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, what? Did we rec- I didn't remember filming that. That's a, that's an odd beat right no, there. No, it's not odd. I feel like girlfriends feel like that all the time when they get a new boyfriend. Oh yeah. And you're like, I was your best friend. And now here's Chad and you do all the things we used to do. You do with him. And I think it's a common thing, but it is unusual to hear like in a guy friendship, a guy express it. And that's what I loved about it. It was funny. You know what made me laugh so hard was picturing you guys having a joint (laughs) uh, online dating profile because you didn't want to pay for individual ones. Oh my gosh! For all the fans uh, out there, it? please. What uh, was N- it? Ninston Willer. Ninston Biller. Ninston Biller. Ninston Biller. I think um, there was also a moment in that chat, Lamorne, where you show him like a picture, right? And you're like, "Oh, this is you know, look at Shelby's cat sleeping on my face." Mm-hmm. And I 
I was sitting on the couch going, oh, please cut away. Please cut away and show the picture of Lamorne having to have a cat on his face. Because I'm like, I know it's season one. And Lamorne would not have told the producers, I'm allergic and I don't want to do it. Because we didn't gain the confidence to speak up and be like, this actually doesn't work. And realize they would find another way around and it wouldn't get you fired. And I was like, oh, please tell me there's a picture of Lamorne laying there with a real cat on his face. And they never mm-hmm. showed it. It and did establish so you as a cat. Winston as a cat man, though. That's yeah. right. Rummy but Cube. But I don't lay with cats. Everybody Rummy who knows cute. me knows that I don't lay with well, cats. But you would have in season cats, one of a TV Winston show. Winston does. That's right. Season Winston one, you would does. not have said no. You would not have guys, said no. Guys, so I looked this, I just looked the episode up just for a second to, to check, check out a few things. And I looked up New Girl Tomatoes. And there's a, like, varietal of tomato called New Girl now. <gasps> Really? Don't get too excited, but it's true. When we come back, we'll list them all. We're going to a commercial. And when we come back, we're going to list all these tomatoes. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, 
playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our show. And we're back. And we're back. Wait, what are they called? What are the varietals called? Tomato, New Girl, and here's the scientific name, Lycopersicon hybrid. Uh, yeah, it's a type of tomato. What? It are just they... looks like a tomato on a vine. It's like listed on several like nursery sites, like seed tomato seeds you could buy. They oh. look like, they look nice. They look like nice tomatoes. Maybe they could cool. go into a lettuce grow. They they might be able to. I I can you grow uh, tomatoes? Ask. I'm sure. Yeah, you can grow tomatoes. Oh yeah, tomatoes are amazing in the lettuce grow. I mean, it feels like a perfect tomatoes. Fit. Yeah, you can grow a lot of stuff. It's very good for your brand. New girl this tomatoes very growing good. in we the do lettuce. A new girl tomato and a lettuce grow farm stand, <laughs> guys. It's, it's everything. Um, so Michael Spiller directed this episode. Do you guys remember him? Yeah, yes. really good director, and he directed like lots of Modern Family and. And then he went on to the Mindy Project after oh, this yeah. and was, Crushed I think it. he was like a directing producer over there. So yeah. he's a great director and we were lucky to have him. We loved working bit. with him. Who wrote this episode? So, uh, yeah, David Walpert and Kim Rosenstock wrote this episode. Great writers. Um, great episode. Great mm. episode. And it sets the foundation for so much to come in the series. Yeah. I yeah. No, it. it was a great story episode. See, um, I feel like we're, we slowly turned things. you around on this episode, Zoe. You came in a little suspicious. No, I suspicious. liked the episode. I liked <laughs> it. I just felt like I felt like I had, you know, I felt like I hadn't fully nailed a couple of moments. But I, you know what? You you Ooh. restored my confidence in myself. So Yay. what are you telling? I didn't. I don't remember. A I remember being there, but <laughs> you know, I only worked two days on that episode. Uh, so I was in well, and I was lucky out. You. <laughs> well, I, I actually thought quickie. that I was like almost all of your scenes were on that rooftop, and I was like guaranteed because uh, I don't think I filmed on that rooftop except the that cold open. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I was definitely there the day you guys were shooting on the rooftop. But I'm like, you only shot like one other scene, like I think in, in the, the loft. Kitchen. And yeah. I was like, yeah, in the kitchen where you guys talked about the the shared dating profile, and I was like. Dang, Lamorne got like three days off this episode. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's all I could think about. I was like, ah. You know, if I were if you I were, were like, Hannah, if I were Hannah, because what Hannah used to do when she had days off, she would leave the country. That's right. Yeah, Hannah would go to like. <laughs> she's like, I'm in Bali. <laughs> I'm Bali. <laughs> Just a quick trip, y'all. Just a quick trip. Make oh the most God. of those days off. No, like Hannah is really like a travel blogger. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you don't follow her on Instagram, like, definitely check her out. Because even if she's here, <laughs> I believe she's, like, in another country. Because she's, she's like, her and Jesse are, like, taking photos as if they're in Europe or, you know, they're, Southeast Asia. <laughs> and making it look, like, so freaking romantic. And then I realized, like, I'm like, no, they're just, like, in Santa Monica having dinner. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no you just saw deal. my post about dinner. Yeah. It's basically I becoming did, a food and I was account. Jealous, you and guys. I thought you were in Europe, and I was like, "Oh no, she ain't in Europe." <laughs> oh, I just went to a She's place like, that had that melty che cheese. It's amazing. You melt cheese, bam! That's my love language right there. Just melt some cheese on anything. Guys, you don't have to melt cheese for that to be my love language. Cheese, just I, I, had, I actually said this is something we have in common. I like melted cheese, but mm. like just cheat. I said. A friend of mine was like, I'll make a cheese plate for like, we were like going on a little road trip and she's like, I'll make a cheese plate. I was like, cheese, cheese is my love language. Just cheese in general. <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Cause like cheese just is so good. A cheese plate and like guys, three cheeses, not enough. Like we were at a place last no. night and they were like three cheese plate or a five cheese plate. I'm like, 
This is so ridiculous. A cheese plate? How dare you offer me a three cheese plate when there's a five cheese plate? A cheese no. plate on a road trip? Guys, you will be backed up for miles. <laughs> that's my time, not, y'all. I'm out. That's okay. <laughs> okay. All okay. Right. That's you. That's not... I'm... <laughs> Look, I know we have to talk about it, so I'm just going to talk about it really quick, but I don't want to talk about it a lot because, you know, it's sensitive for me. Yep. You failed. What? You failed, Hannah. Bear. The bear. You didn't do it. Where's the bear? (laughs) Now it's time for Where's the Bear? Where's the Bear? Where's the Bear is brought to you by Hyundai. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. Where's the bear? You're going to rely on... You know what? Actually, I'm going to go back and revisit the email because I went through I did a, a, you know, a a listener Q&A last week, which is my favorite thing to do in the world. And there was an email that broke down all the bear sightings in season one. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to print it out and maybe I'm going to do a little special. I could do a little special episode where I just kind of go through and gather all of the different fan inputs because I know this is what's going to happen at the end of this uh, season. I know that there is a bear and I'm going to do it all by myself and put it up there so listeners can go to that episode. Thanks for helping us with our bear hunt, Hyundai. Remember, with Hyundai, it's all about the journey. Whatever your destination, they've got the latest tech to get you there safe and keep your passengers entertained along the way. From shopping to buying to owning, Hyundai has your back. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. You you created that extra work for yourself. I we did. didn't. I'm very excited about it. I've been passionate but about we'll it. We'll send you the a beginning. cheese plate to enjoy while you're. I want five cheese minimum, <laughs> y'all. Five cheese minimum. Five cheese minimum. Don't be rude and give me. Don't three. be rude. Don't be rude. <laughs> Don't be rude. Um, and I want. I need those little like like those like sweet nut like ooh, medley. <laughs> give me a candy. Like there's like a walnut covered in sugar or something. Yeah. Give me that. Give me that. I need Maybe an olive. Apricots. Would love an olive. Give me some tapenade. Give me some olives. Okay, I, Give me some like sweet fig spread. Okay. Mm. Are you doing all this on a road trip? What, are we still on the road trip? Or are we? <laughs> no, we're not on the road trip Searching anymore. For the bear. I, mean, I was at a restaurant last night with Jonathan, and he oh. ordered a five cheese plate, and I was like, "That's the." I was like, "I need to taste five different <laughs> cheeses." <laughs> um, oh my and I was, gosh. I was not mad at it. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. 
It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our show. Guys. Should we do True American? We're derailing, so we might as well go straight into a game that is well, basically the, <laughs> being and derailed all the time. And True American, because that's what bow, True bow, American bow. is. Okay. True American. Uh, welcome to True American, where we leave more confused than we started off. This week's episode, two of our favorite couples begin their love affair. Cece and Schmidt decide to make it official, and Jess starts to recognize her feelings for Nick. We're going to revisit some other classic TV couples by trying to match them with popular quotes from their show in this multiple-choice game we're calling the F. Scott and Zelda Fitzgerald Love Talk. All right, who wants to start this one off? Lamorne. Me? Mm. Um, okay. Here we go. You know what? You're the one who ended things. Yeah, because I was mad at you, not because I stopped loving you. Ooh, it's good. Ooh. Okay, what Is are the it, options? The options are A, Kevin and Winnie, the Wonder Years. B, David and Maddie, Moonlighting. C, Ross and Rachel, Friends. Or D, Lucy and Ricky, I Love Lucy. I feel like I'm watching the Emmys. <laughs> who should we pick? <laughs> Do you think I'm, Ross and Rachel? I feel like it's Ross and Rachel. Yeah, me too. I feel like it, though I could definitely see it living in Moonlighting. I loved Moonlighting. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I, I'll... I'll <gasps> Joel what? said correct, but I don't know. I just said two things. Was it Ross and Rachel? Ross and Rachel, right? Yes. Oh, Zoe, your first instinct was right. Ross and Rachel. Yes. Sh- on Friends, I, a show that I've never seen. Get out. You've never seen Friends? I've Are you serious? Seen episodes of it. I might have seen like pieces well, of Lord, it like, in passing when I was walking to it do better. It's so good. <laughs> Is it? It's so good. It's funny. I like, I hadn't seen it in a long time. And we were like, we were on like a little like um, weekend trip and um, got to the hotel. And I wasn't like feeling that great. It didn't feel like going to dinner. So we turned on the TV and like there was like a friends marathon on and we watched like five episodes. And I'm like, this show. It's so good. I could just so watch funny. it all day. I mean, there, I guess that's why it's 
It's successful, guys. I guess that's why. Yeah, I don't know why. We've discovered this so good. new show for you listeners. It's a, a real hidden gem. There, there's it's a new Living show. Single. It's called Friends. It's called Friends. It's you called guys Living should single. check it out. It's called Living Single. <laughs> that's what I was watching. I was watching Living Single. I didn't watch Friends. That's a good why. show, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number two. It's a different era, though. Like, wasn't Living Single a little bit, like, before? pre-Friends or is it same? I think they did one season before Friends and then Friends came out and they still, they went on to do more seasons. It was around the same time, same time period. Yeah. I just never, yeah. I don't know why I've never, I just Friends, I never, I just would see it on and I would, it's one of those things where you well, go. do yourself a favor. There's like 12 seasons. It's 12, they did 12 seasons? It might not be 12, but it was, it was over 10. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 10, 10 seasons. seasons. Well, I gotta go yeah. watch this, this Friends yeah. you guys speak about. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> Hannah? You go. Maybe I do believe it. All this meant to be stuff. Why not believe it really? Who doesn't want more romance in their life? Maybe it's just up to us to make it happen, to show up and be meant for each other. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Edith and Archie, all in the family. Derek and Meredith, Grey's Anatomy. Monica and Chandler, friends. Ralph and Alice, the honeymooners. Maybe I do believe in it. All this meant to be stuff. Why not believe in it, really? Grey's Anatomy? Hmm. I don't know. I've never... I've never seen Grey's Anatomy, actually. And I know everybody loves that show, so I guess I got to check it out. It's, like, still on, I think, right? Yes. Boom. Hannah got it right. Grey's Anatomy. Get out of town! What? Good job, Hannah. You know, it just felt like some, like, that real good good. And everybody loves Grey's Anatomy for all that good good. Have you seen Grey's Anatomy? Never, not one minute of it. What? Are you kidding me? Listen, mister, I have never seen Friends except for when I'm walking casually past the TV. Yeah, so I was making fun of you. Grey's Anatomy is still on. I haven't (laughs) seen one episode of Grey's Anatomy either. Hey, see? They're episode, they're season 47. I know. We have a lot to catch up on. Let's do a, we'll do a little watch. We can watch on the phone, Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) It'll keep us going until we're 90. Until Um, we're 90, that's right. All right, Okay. you're up. Number three. Ever since I said I do, there are so many things we don't. Ooh. All right, and this multiple choice is a lot of real throwbacks. Samantha and Darren, Bewitched. Jeannie and Larry, I Dream of Jeannie. Mork and Mindy, Mork and Mindy. Lucy and Ricky, I Love Lucy. Ooh. I love Lucy. I'm going to say Lucy and Ricky. Yeah, right? Well, because the other ones are more zany and less yeah. grounded in reality. I just don't see that conversation happening in the other shows. That's true. That's true. And you were correct. Oh. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So you guys so far as a team, because we're all on the same team, right? I never know if we're competing against each other or not. It's so true, American. No, we're not. We're not. We're all on the same team. Um, so right now we're like three of three, three. three. Doing so well. this last one is high stakes because i would like to get it by A+. the way i know the answer to this one. Oh, really you do? okay lamore and read it and let zoe knock you it out of the blew park into our lives five years ago like a whirlwind made us all feel alive again for that alone i love you forever <gasps> i think i know which one it is too is okay it, of course yeah i think i know what this one is too is it a doug and carrie king of queens is it b mr sheffield and fran the nanny c Will and Grace, Will and Grace, or D, Jane Gloria, Modern Family. It's Mr. Sheffield from and Fran from the Nanny. The of nanny. course, yes, the Nanny. Yes. Of course. Fun fact. <gasps> Did you hear this? Daniel's father wrote all three episodes. What is that? A real? Of the nanny. Wrote oh, three episodes. Three, oh, all three, three episodes. episodes. Oh, I thought I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three episodes of the nanny. Damn, <laughs> your dad was a writer on the nanny? Get out. Is that true? Yeah, he wrote on the nanny uh, after his stint on dinosaurs. I love oh my dinosaurs. God, I love both those shows. Holy crap. I can quote both of those shows. I love them. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. so, that's so cool. When I was a kid, like my, my impression I like to do Fran Drescher impressions. Oh, yeah? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <Ooh>. Bobby Smackman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is spot on. We love her. Oh, we love oh her. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Love her. Um, awesome. We did it. 4-4. Four, four. Man, we, we crushed it. it. 
I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't get any of those correct. I let y'all do it. <laughs> we crushed. Well, we know our TV. What was the one we were terrible at? The presidential one, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's been other ones. There's two things harder. I don't but know. But we were about. great with the sad songs. The sad, so- yes. sad songs, we were great. This one, Zoe and I did the heavy lifting. Lamar, you were very good to cheer us on. There's, yeah, listen, I didn't watch show. any of these shows. Well, I, I watched All in the Family. <laughs> what was your favorite show, um, Lamorne? Uh, probably Fresh Prince, or Martin. <laughs> Those are great shows. Great shows. I watched, looking back, like whenever anybody mentions any comedy from like the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, I'm like, yep, watched it. Every, like every yep. episode. Oh, like yeah. I watch every show. Like name a show. I'm like, I watched, I watched it like every week. <laughs> anything on TGIF. Anything on TGIF oh, yeah. I watched. I watched TGIF religiously. Was like, it was like oh the night I could stay up till 10. Oh, yeah. I ate at TGIF religiously. I so. used to work there. Get out. Yeah. TGIF. I've never been to TGIF, you the restaurant. Overalls? Really? Overalls? What overalls are you talking about? No, it was suspenders, about? not overalls. Oh, God. Didn't they make us wear overalls? Suspenders? Yeah, well, you could. It's called oh. flair. You could, you could laughen it up with some, over, with some suspenders or some yeah. pins. Yeah, I didn't the do pins. that. The pins. Yeah, I didn't do did that. Did you do all cool. that? Which cool. which one did you work at? Lamar? In in Lyle, Illinois. It was Lyle or, or Downers Grove. Same thing. Yeah, Downers Grove. I think it was Lyle. Lyle, uh, in Illinois, uh, right off Seventy Fifth Street, I believe. What? Uh, so so if you guys fun. went there, when did you work there? What? A couple years ago, Ooh. right? Is that when your yeah, last shift was? Like right in between New Girl, Girl and Woke. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You, you picked up some shifts. Uh, I want to say 2020, 2002, 2003. So when you guys went to either the TGI Fridays in Lyle, early you probably 2000s. had Lamorne as your yep. friendly waiter. Mr. Morris <laughs> oh, yeah. in his suspended snap. Your friendly server. Quite a few <laughs> restaurants, folks. Um, yeah. Anyway. Serving up tomatoes. Ba-bow. Serving up there we go. tomatoes. Full circle. Full Bringing circle. it back. Full Bringing circle. Bringing it back. Um, um, well, this was all fun. right, you guys. So good to see you. You as well. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We're so happy to hear from you. Please reach out. Tag mm-hmm. is in your merch. Yeah, you guys have been doing us. that. Yeah, it makes yeah, us yeah. so happy. All right, we love you all. Love you. And uh, ciao. 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 Oh, like yes. and subscribe. Thank you to our amazing Italian fans. We love you. <laughs> and yeah, please keep reaching out. We love hearing from you. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl recap podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre Dorita. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at welcome to our show podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week. Like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest 
to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 